Welcome to another entry into the tape library. Tonight, I will be reading some of your real life paranormal encounters that you have submitted to the channel. Tales of doppelgangers, hauntings, a seven foot tall creature, and a couple of children that seem to be from another place. As always, if you have an unexplainable story to share, then please do get in touch. You can find my email address in the description, and if you like hearing true horror stories, then make sure you subscribe. I've got plenty more on the way. All stories here have been read with permission from the original authors. If you are interested in learning more about their cases, I have linked to their original post wherever possible, so please check out the description. Okay, let's get into it. It's often the case that when a location that has some history is messed with, some of that history seems to bubble up to the surface. That appears to be what's happening here in this apartment complex in California. When I was 18, I hitchhiked to California with someone I met at the local transit station. He had previously warned me lots of people went there in search of the Sunshine State, but in reality it changes you. He claimed there was something weird about the whole place. After staying with him for a few months, I started experiencing very frequent sleep paralysis episodes. One of them I specifically recall because it was terrifying. We slept in the car garage attached to the apartment building. The space was used as a music studio. The walls were covered in soundproof material and there were dim lights in the keyboard. I slept on the couch in that room. The arm I laid my head on was by the garage door and facing the walkway entrance. There was no knob on the door to the walkway entrance, so it was always ajar. We hung a tassel there to open and close it. I was falling asleep late one night and started experiencing a paralysis episode. I was fixated on this corner in the top of the room that gave me the creeps, because no light ever reached that spot. I heard the door creak and averted my eyes from the darkness to see who was walking in. It was dim and I was having trouble sleeping, but it was almost like my vision zoomed in on its face. Peeking through the space in the cracked doorway, I saw a long crooked nose that led to a red cracked bleeding face. The flesh on its face looked like Jack Link's beef jerky, with blood oozing from the dried cracks. Its eyes were yellow, and it had long fingers that wrapped around the door, with more joints than a human would have. I couldn't move. I could only stare at every gruesome detail of the thing. I was so scared it would intrude further, but eventually my mind gave in to sleep and I faded off terrified. On a completely different occasion on the same couch, I was woken up early morning to the sound of a scream that seemed to fly across the apartment parking lot. I heard it coming up from the street and it flew by the garage door, shrieking the entire way. I ran outside, thinking maybe someone ran by screaming and needed help. 
even though it really didn't sound like a noise that could come from a person in my opinion. There was nothing there. No cars. No people. No blood trail. Silent night streets. I walked into the apartment to see if anyone else had been disturbed. There were two people awake. One said they woke up suddenly but wasn't sure why. They were looking for food. Another one was watching TV and claimed they felt something that startled them awake. Later, I was informed a passenger plane crashed into the complex in the 80s and it had recently been remodelled. Needless to say, I didn't go back to sleep that night. The scream gave me chills. It was around 3am, so I ended up going to get drinks with friends. California has to be the most spiritually active place I've ever visited. There are so many stories out there about children that approach adults and ask a seemingly basic question. A lot of the time this on the surface seems like a simple everyday encounter, but it's the recurring feelings the people who have these experiences talk about afterwards that really make them worth noting. The sense that the simple everyday encounter was with something else, something that doesn't quite fit. You struggle to put it into words, but you know that what you just encountered wasn't a child at all. It was something other. Let's get into case number two. Earlier this spring, me and a friend were in Naples, Italy. One night, around 2 or 3am, we were headed home to our hotel. A girl, between 9 to 12 years old, danced up to us and asked for a cigarette. She did this in perfect English. We told her we didn't have any cigarettes and she followed up with, do you have a lighter? I had a lighter on me so I gave it to her. The fact that this was literally a child didn't cross my mind even once. And I, to be completely honest, would have given her a cigarette too if I had one. It felt like she could have asked for anything and I would comply instantly. It felt like she was in total control. After she received the lighter, she said thanks and danced along further up the street. During this whole interaction, I had the feeling that something isn't quite right. And after she moved on, I said to my friend, Yeah, that was a spirit or something. What the fuck was that? My friend totally agreed. Both me and my friend are not very superstitious or spiritual. And we sat up until early morning just talking about this experience. Both of us began crying somehow after she left. And it all felt really weird. I really can't explain what that was. But it was like a rush all through my body. And both me and my friend are still to this day convinced she wasn't human. Also, she had a boy with her. Even younger. But he did not say a word. I don't know if this makes sense at all, but it is what it is. 
Has anyone ever experienced something similar to this? I think about it pretty much every day, and I just can't let go of the thought that this was something out of this world. Since posting this, many have asked. No, she did not have black eyes. She took the lighter with her. It isn't the fact that a child asked for cigarettes in the night that's eerie. It's just the feeling we got. Either you believe me or not, it doesn't really matter either way. Mainly I just want to know if someone has felt something similar to this. Another case, another question. If you have any experiences with the eerie children, then please do let us know in the comments. Or maybe you've encountered what this witness describes as a light being. Case number three. When I was little, about eight or ten, I was lying in bed trying to sleep, but hadn't actually fallen asleep. My bedroom door was open and the hallway light was still on. Suddenly, I felt someone kiss my cheek. I thought it was my mum coming in to say goodnight. I opened my eyes, but instead of my mum, what I was seeing was a figure made of pure light. It stood over me for a brief moment and then left the room faster than any human could travel. I laid there for a moment, somewhat freaked out. I finally called for my mum and asked if she had been in my room. She said no. I think back to this moment and I've always wondered who it could have been, if it was actually someone at all or just my imagination. Both my mum and dad passed away within the past few years, and it has made me wonder if the dead, if ghosts are even real, can travel to any point in time. Maybe that was my dead grandfather, the only one close to me who had passed away many years prior. Or maybe that was one of my parents visiting me as a child again. Who knows? Maybe it was even myself from a future time after I die. Anyway, it's something I'll probably never have an answer for, but I have always thought about. Has anyone else ever been visited by a light being before? You know that feeling when you experience a nightmare that is so vivid it sticks with you for years? I can certainly remember encounters from my childhood like this. What is it that makes these incidents stick in our memory so clearly? when so many other dreams just fall away the moment we wake up. Maybe we aren't experiencing a dream at all. Maybe we've fallen into something else. This witness appears to have unwittingly fallen into an encounter between several different types of entity. Case number four. I'm kinda hesitant to share this story because I know people will not believe or judge. I don't blame them. When I was 17 years old, I hit a huge bump in my life, causing me to lose myself and what little innocence I had left. I lost faith in myself and in life. Then, 
on February 23rd, 2019. I came home from high school, extremely tired from all the schoolwork. After getting off the bus, I immediately went straight to bed for a nap. I woke up to someone pushing me, trying to wake me up with urgency. I opened my eyes and saw a little girl with black hair, crying, telling me, Get up! Get up! He's coming! I responded with, Who is coming? Who? She said, He is coming. You need to go right now. Right there I heard something fall from the kitchen. She immediately stopped crying and looked at me wide-eyed. And she said, He's here. I got up and she was hiding behind me. For some reason I was not afraid, only concerned. So I saw the doorknob start jiggling, like if someone was trying to turn it. Then the door flew open, and I saw nothing but darkness. Before I could even question the darkness, a probable seven foot or taller creature stepped into my room, bent over due to it being too tall and the roof too low. It sounded almost like a clicker from The Last of Us, combined with a police siren. It had pointed teeth and a long, sharp tongue, but the eyes were just two yellow glowing dots in the middle of the eye sockets. It was just pitch black and it was dripping with some sort of black liquid-like oil, but it smelled terrible. It smelled worse than a decaying animal. I had no idea how to explain it. I stayed there, the little girl gripping my hand, and she started crying again. Then from behind me I saw a pure white light start to shine. Before I could turn, I felt a hand lay on my shoulder. I did see the hand, it was the hand of an elderly man, and he said with an echoing voice, This is not your fight, son. It is mine alone. I then woke up, jumping out of my bed, struggling to breathe. I never got out of my room until my family came home hours later. I am 20 years old now, and I still can't get over the trauma to this day. I love the idea of many worlds, that at any one time there is an infinite amount of alternative realities playing out. Every decision you make, no matter how tiny, branches you off into a different reality. Each and every day, there are trillions of versions of yourself playing out their lives, oblivious to the existence of one another. But what happens if those worlds bleed into each other? What happens if you encounter one of the other versions of yourself? This witness appears to have discovered a very odd intersection that maybe, just maybe, lets us have a glimpse into these other worlds. I had a very, very odd experience about 17 years back. I was driving to a friend's house. It's important to say that I worked one mile from my friend's house, so I drive the same way to get to both places. I just drive further to get to my friend's house. So I'm driving and I get to a red light. I'm taking a left. 
To get to work, I drive straight. And I'm waiting at the light. A car identical to mine. A brown Jeep Grand Cherokee pulls up next to me and stops at the light. I looked at the driver and swear the driver was me. I saw myself driving my own Jeep, wearing clothes that I would only wear to work, usually on a Friday, and driving towards my job. My other self looked right back into my eyes with a weird look that told me he knew something I didn't. I've only told three or four people this story. Two of them believe me and told me they also had very weird stuff happen at that intersection. One friend told me he saw what looked like small electrical pulses or crackles coming off the ground. Then my other friend saw some sort of apparition there. A friend's wife said she saw moving shadows in the middle of the day. She said two adults and a child crossing the street together and a huge bird standing near them and she swore she saw its wings flap. The friend who saw the electrical pulses said he thinks it might be some sort of interdimensional nexus point. But I don't know what he's basing that on. I don't tell too many people. I wish I got the number plate of the jeep, but I was struck dumb by what I saw. I was quite freaked out for days. It took a few minutes for the details to sink in. That's all for this entry into the tape library. Don't forget, if you have a paranormal experience to share, then please do get in touch. You can find my email in the description. Until next time, pleasant dreams.